Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. That guy's Brett Fesley. Big Dick Toledo. This it's the morning sickness, and uh, 17 in a row for the Suns was pretty exciting, pretty fun. The whole city's watching. People who don't care are watching. The bandwagon is filling up, and I, for one, am just fine with that. Because I've been here when this town was a Suns town. I've been here when this town was crazy about them, and it was more fun. It just was. This is a basketball town. We're just, we just been in kind of, we've been dormy for a long time in the last couple of years coming back. That was fun last night, the uh, Warriors and Suns game. Uh, great. Brady was betting on it. He's got four bets on the game. Like, I don't yeah, watch. I just guy. bet. That's all he cares about. 800 next step, buddy. This guy. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> What's the text number? We'll, we'll get it back out just to get a problem with gambling. Man, you're doing it more than all of us, which is uh, impressive. Well done, Brady. And you won a couple? Lost a I couple? I won one, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what, did you come up on top last night or no? I did. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Are you putting any money on this or are you just doing girl bets? Um, No. I'm, I'm at, you know, last night was probably 100 bucks. On all four? Yeah. Not bad. What'd you pull in? $114. He won $14. Hey, that's coming up on top. Well done. He's 14 up, everybody. Tacos on Brady. That's what I say. That was fun. That was a great game last night. I didn't go. And about uh, two minutes into uh, the uh, you know the pregame and all the stuff, the game before was great, too. The Knicks and the Nets played a great game. And then I get a text from the guy I have season tickets with, Mark. Takes up most of my seat, too, because he's so overweight now. Oh, jeez. But uh, uh, I mean, he's you almost huge. had to buy a third. Well, we, we the sons have asked if we would mind not bleeding out into the uh, aisle because we have aisle seats. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I'll take the aisle and I'll do the best I can to block the flabber lanch that's coming off of seat two. But anyway, uh, so he calls and goes, I immediately regret not going. And I'm like, me too, because we sold. We decided, you know, we'll sell these. It's a late start. Uh, I got a we got a busy week. He's got a busy week. I'm like, let's just get rid of them. See what we can do. We'll see the Warriors next time. Well, the Warriors next time is Christmas Day. So we probably won't see them again this year. They don't come again later in the year. I forgot about that. Their other games are uh, in Golden State, which they play again Friday night. They've got the Warriors in in uh, Oakland. So immediately regretted not going. It was brutal. It's like uh, you got the season tickets. You want to go, and then I'm sitting there like, eh, got to get my money for that. That'll make me feel better once my ticket money comes rolling in. Which, by the way, Ticketmaster is amazing. So, easy. <laughs> it's, it's easy, but in this day and age – 
it's crazy because they they hit you with the fees. Like there's fees. There's forty dollars per ticket, basically. Damn. Yeah, and that's it. Just depends on what you sell them for. So they'll like take a percentage. It's interesting, it's incredible. And, then, and everyone does it. Without blinking an eye. Well, you, well, it's easy. It's convenient. You're no, paying for the convenience. No it's, choice. I mean, right. you, bitch, you bitch about it when you buy the tickets. Like, God damn it, yeah. fees again. Yeah. No, well, but. this one's a huge, you know, well, you pay fees when you buy the ticket, and you pay fees when you sell the ticket. They win on both ends. I think my people started this uh, I ticket know your business. people started Oh, together. yeah. <laughs> and all you do is pay for convenience. But uh, but then you get, a, like, a letter from them. And say, hey, congratulations, your ticket's sold on the blah, 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 blah. And the Suns are in with Ticketmaster because uh, when you have season tickets, you get this uh, portal through the through their uh, app, and then you can just go on and hit sell, how much you want to sell them for, boom, and they put them on Ticketmaster. They do all the work. There's nothing to it. So the fee's kind of worth it. But 40 a ticket for the tickets we sold last night, 48, it's pretty good. So uh, um, like you know, it's $100 to just have them do this for us. Uh, and then uh, seven days, they send you an email that says, hey, you'll, get your, you'll get your money in about seven days. And I'm like, wait a minute. You can do this right now. Like You can transfer the money right now. What is this seven? Well, we got to make sure that you're. But the person got the tickets, the transaction's complete, you have my stuff, everything's done. Except Ticketmaster just needs to go, eh, we'll take time. Maybe you'll forget about it. I don't know what they're planning. Seven days is what you can't. I get banks, and banks are worthless. To get me a transaction right now, I can move money from one to another, and, and it happens right then and there. Oh, yeah. Ticketmaster. You charge me that, the convenience fee starts loading up. You start thinking, hey, if I'm paying $100 just to have you do this for me, when the money comes in, I bet you you got your hundred bucks right away. My HOA started a new portal that you could pay online, yeah. and basically I, I set up to like do it. Okay, let's do it regular. Put it on there. Put my debit on there. Nine ninety nine per charge per each each month. Each even though month. you have to pay it anyway. So, right, so I didn't do it. HOA, like, yeah. you can go right out of your <laughs> checking yeah. account. That's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Why don't you just pay it with your mortgage? That was the only thing with HOAs that everybody – you couldn't roll it in? I couldn't. Oh, that was the best thing. I didn't even have to think about that stupid thing. I just wrote them letters. Uh, that was the best. It was $50, John, last night. Nice. The $25 free bet is the one that won. Oh, oh, you kept going. Oh, so you got their money back. So you got a, you got some credits. Nice job. How'd you get a $25 free bet? Uh, when you lose so many times, they'll, they'll <laughs> they come back and say, hey, well, I got have, wait a minute, I got thousands <laughs> of dollars. No, you should. I've been losing uh, gigantic bets. Stupid. All right, yeah, I'm going to check to see if I got no, that $25 free bet. Okay. That was a parlay. It was Chris Paul to have 10 points. Got it. Jay Crowder, 10 points. Got it. And D. Ayton, 10 rebounds. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. That was real easy. That plus 475. That was plus 475? Yeah. That? That's great. That's a guarantee. It looked pretty good. That's why I went for it. I would have bet the over last night and lost because I looked at it and the over was like 225 at the beginning of the game. And I'm like, oh, that's Warriors and Suns are the two top scoring teams. The first time in like 44 games, the Warriors didn't score 100 points. <laughs> I didn't hit the bet. Mid, mid-game, it was 212. So Dangerous. Dangerous, Brady, the betting. I Dangerously this. fun. Speaking of dangerous, listen to this. I got this email last night. Right before I went to bed, I checked emails and stuff and. Uh, this shows up. So yesterday I told the story about how when I was on my way to the uh, Humane Society, that guy pulled up next to me in that car uh, that he had specially made tailgate that said he'll shoot you without prejudice <laughs> for no reason at all. And uh, it just anybody, just in my, my, it said, go ahead. It said, go ahead. My guns are not prejudice. Go ahead and what? I mean, I'm just driving. I'm going the same direction you're going. That's the only curse I've, you know, the only bad thing I've done to you. So then he pulls up next to me and screams for me to roll my window down and then tells me, uh, 
it's just great to see another white person when you pull up to a light. Okay, thank you. <laughs> like, that's great. Okay. Right. And then I said back, well, welcome to South Phoenix. I didn't know how to handle this. And then he goes, I live in South Phoenix. And then we both sped off of the light. It was, a, it was an awkward exchange of, I'm not sure if I pissed him off or if, I, I don't know. So I get this yesterday. So I told the story yesterday. We made fun of that a little bit. And I get this. John, I hate that it's come to this, but you've become a typical media-controlled left-wing nut job. Oh, jeez. <laughs> a guy that just simply told you he's proud to be white is now some big, fat deal for you. Let's make fun of him. Why don't we? Uh, a guy who takes pride in his race, just like all the other races do, but you won't allow white people to do it. You decide to climb up on your soapbox and declare your love for a big brown city. <laughs> I used to love to listen to you, but you've exposed that you are under the control of corporate media, a liberal shill. I wish the old you could come back and speak the truth, but you have to protect the paycheck, and you'll be doing it without me. And let me say for good measure, it's always better to see a white person next to me at a stoplight. I don't have to worry that my wife and kids will get shot or raped. Scott. (laughs) Like, wow, that must be the brother of the dude that talked to me. Or the dude that actually talked to me. What kind of world do you live in? That if you pull up next to a guy who's not the same color as you to light, you worry that your family's going to be killed or raped. My God, that's paranoia beyond belief. Jeff and there's a point you. of uh, being proud, too. Because being proud, not necessarily is always a bad thing. But no. when you're so proud that you would rather be on top of everything else. Sure. You're, you're, you're proud of your race. Yeah. But you don't want any other races. It is that's the wrong right. kind of pride. Yeah, that's different. That pride of of you know only one race and saying I wish all the other races disappeared isn't pride. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's, that's where scary. It goes wrong. Right, that's where you start losing. I'm proud uh, to be a person. Yes, uh, I happen to be white. It's been great. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I've got no you, beef you with that. You can see the benefits. Sometimes. Oh man, I, that white privilege thing. People frown on that. I highly recommend it. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I had nothing to do with its beginnings, I had, but I, I perpetuated. I'm not going to lie. I'm all for it. And anybody else says they wouldn't. If like if there was like, look, I'm sure if a Mexican guy goes into a Yon, Yontera shop and I go into a Yontera shop, there's some brown privilege there. He's going to get things I'm not going to get, right? He's going to get the service I'm not going to get. If I go to K-Momo, I'm not first guy getting served, right? Eh. Nah, probably not, Brady. I doubt it. If it's me... And a bunch of and, a, and it looks like a, a hip hop group is in there too. There's they're they're the ones you're going to focus on. They know where to go. There is privilege, but white privilege is everywhere, and I love it. I love every ounce of it. I have nothing to do with it, but when somebody wants to do some white privilege, I'm gonna be like, you know, that seems like a pretty good idea. I'm not. I think it's frustrating because it. you don't realize it. That I have white privilege. I look. Yeah, a lot and that's of times, the, like, Brady. Those are the like, best moments of white when privilege. When I'm freewheeling through Gilbert, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. I don't mind white privilege at all. Like white, somebody said to me once that it's white privilege because I'll say thanks a lot or have a great day to a cop. Now that's white privilege. I'm like, why? You can say thank you or have a nice day to a police officer. Yeah, I'd probably get shot. I'm like, no, you wouldn't get shot by him for saying hi or have a nice day. Again, swinging too much to the other side. But I'll tell you this. Okay, if that's white privilege and the cop's going to come over and go help me change my tire, I'm taking advantage of white privilege all the time. I didn't do it. I didn't invent it. Even if it's just happening to me without me knowing it, am I doing anything wrong? No. But, Brady, I'm just one of them lefty corporate shills that uh, they can't stand this whole, oh, this world that needs to be just homogenized down to one group of people yelling that they're happy to see each other at stoplights. That's what we've come down to. I think the point is, John— to let your white privilege shine in uh, uh, South Phoenix. Uh, look, 
Don't say <laughs> hey, that word is not allowed in South Phoenix. And I will let my white privilege uh, show, I'll say, in South Phoenix. I'll be damn proud of it. Yes, I have no – my white privilege feels really weird in bad neighborhoods. Like in South Phoenix, I don't like my white privilege it, that much. It, it turns it, into a little, yeah. It starts turning into a little bit of a guilt. Yeah, maybe? Well, no, no, no. Just, uh, just I don't. It, I don't get stabbed or raped. That guy's yeah. right. I don't want to wander around to be all proud of my white privilege in places that aren't real happy with white privilege. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a, like waving a Trump flag at a Gerda Thunberg thing. You're gonna you're gonna get some eyes turned on you. Anywho, uh, so everyway. Uh, Vote Hillary is all I've ever said. You guys know me as a corporate. And you know I go to those those big meetings that only we know about, those lefty media-controlled. Uh, you and Toledo have uh, coffee oh, dates with that or what? We, Me and the cuck go over and we hang out at the, all right, what's the left media going to do now? And I can fool you by being one of those puppets of the left. My mom thinks that's a thing. Well, they're just under control of the, the liberal media. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't doubt that the media is more liberal then it is not. Like, they lean that way, but that's more just for ratings. Like, Fox goes full right because they get great ratings, too. But there's corporate pressures and money and things like that to do and say the things they want. So there is some of that. But there's no meetings that turn John, me, into a corporate puppet left-wing. I've never once had anybody tell me, you Money only does that. Money makes me more of a right-wing guy. (laughs) I know. know, The more you give me that. would you uh, (laughs) do this for... The more Trumpy I get uh, comes with every dollar you hand me. I'm like, yeah, I, want every, I don't want to be lefty and have make more money or get more money and then have you take it all. All we did was spend 20 minutes yesterday morning making fun of the students for socialism at ASU. But no, I'm a corporate left-wing corporate whore, Brady. Definitely. And you're really going to piss Jethro off, man. That's right. I just – look, the guy was proud – in the weirdest way. That's all I was saying. It was an awkward human exchange. You weren't sure how to uh, take that. I knew exactly how to take it. I didn't know what to say back. I, I knew exactly. That's what I meant. I knew exactly what was happening. It's like, oh, I see. We're having a rally here at the light. <laughs> yeah. For people who don't want race this and that, to, that's a pretty big way to make race a giant topic is the first thing you say to a stranger is, ain't it great to be white at a stop sign together? It sure is. I've <laughs> honestly never thought of that in my life. You assessed the situation and had an option to say, well, what's the easiest road out of here? Right. It sure is. Hey, the dude had stuff printed on his truck to tell me that he shoots indiscriminately. Yeah. And that's his way of saying he's not racist. I'll shoot you no matter what. Just like, all right, so you're a murderer. I'm more worried about that. You're still willing to shoot at me for whatever reason. The only warning was go ahead. I don't know your parameters. I don't know what's going to tip you off your box. But, yeah, so, anyway, corporate lefty, Brady. And I sit in those meetings all day long. Uh, the corporate media makes me sit down and say, all right, you, and your opinions, oh, they're over. The real you has to sit down and do this. This whole show is clearly written by a group of people that are in the interest of swaying you to a certain direction. <laughs> I don't get what – I honestly don't know what you hear. It cracks me up because I just don't know what you hear. But, anyway – it's it's just a it makes me wonder like like well when you start doing your pansy things that's that's when I'm out of here man. It, well he didn't get mad when I'm gay and I'm Jewish and all that <laughs> other stuff he got mad when I say some guy kind of made me uncomfortable with this whole hey let's be really white right now I'm like yeah, all right let's just not scream that out so to him. I don't know you it's okay if you're twinking then that's right fine. if I'm yeah if I'm blowing other dudes as okay. long as they're white D's oh, if right. I take a white D 
This dude's, this dude's happy with it. You twinking around with them homo black D's? No, God, yuck. Oh, God, no, I'm a racist homosexual. I won't only eat the white D's. Maybe it would have been better <laughs> off if he, if he opened it up with that. You rolled down your window yeah. and like, hey, good to see another white D in here. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> I'd blow your white D, homo. Me too, sir. Yeah, but yeah. Only good thing about a, uh, one of them dark D's. Is that uh, what flies out of it is the right color. All right. (laughs) I love the white stuff. (laughs) Me too, sir. All right, me too. Thank you. Have a great day here on 19th Avenue and University. (laughs) We're never going to see each other again in our lives. If we do, I'll identify you by the the threats on the car that you drive that you've decided to make gigantic on your tailgate. Anyway, corporate corporate media horror. (laughs) Yeah, really. But this dude's, no, I can't listen to this anymore. Just can't listen anymore. I bet you he'd blow a brown feller. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yep, I got a, I got black friends. I've been out. Oh, you know what else? I, I've been in. I've been at stoplights with a black guy in my car, <laughs> and that totally negates what that guy was talking about the other day. I've, I've, I can't get over that. It was the weirdest, the weirdest moment I've had in a long time with. Like, can't he just have the uh, nuke the baby whales bumper yeah, sticker on yeah. there or something? Can't it be you know? funny? Can't you? Can't you? I mean, I, it's a little uptight. I break for altar boys, you know, stuff there like that. There you go. St- white altar father, boys. Yeah, white yeah, ones, yeah. I'm white. Just have I'm white written on the back <laughs> of your car. Sorry, I'm white. I'm not apologizing for being white. I didn't control any of this. not my fault. And you want to give me things because I'm white? I'm taking them. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. I love white privilege, and everybody's like, oh, white privilege is terrible. I'm like, not if you're white. It's awesome. This has been great. I don't know when it's going to happen. It's not like we have an agreement as white people that we privilege each other. It just happens. It's part of the systemic patriarchy. So be it. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's better than the opposite. Having white lack of privilege, and you take things away from me for no reason. That's called being a Democrat. They just steal all your money. <laughs> See, I'm not a corporate whore. That's how they let you think that they're on your side, and then they hit you over the head with the other stuff. Anyway, so if you're out there and that that bothered you yesterday, that I was uncomfortable with that whole exchange, then I guess I am one of those CNN media outlet controlled puppets. Now, I blame Brady because he didn't stop it. He didn't wave his big QAnon flag hard enough to convince me that that was the direction I should have gone. And let me, for the record, say, I hate both sides. I've said it a million times. I don't like. I don't know how you can side with the right. I don't know how you can side with the left. I don't know how you can get involved in either camp. I can see where you say, oh, that they have a better idea than they do. I can see if you're as a logical person, you can look at both things and say, I really enjoy this. This is good uh, that the Republicans are doing this. Oh, I think the Democrats have a good idea here. I don't know how you can go, I'm, I'm entrenched, man. I'm in. Like I said, my stance on abortion I'll stand outside the clinic with a sign that says, it's your choice, whore. I'm right down the middle on this one. People hate middle people. They don't know what to do with us or me. 
I can't keep track of this. I mean, first you're twink. And I'm then, a twink. Then you're gay. I'm a twink with you're, conservative you're, then, values. But but you were a Jew too yeah, yesterday. I'm a Jew. I'm, and, I'm still. And now you're a cuck. So I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't win there. Yeah, I got to nope. start the list. That's right. You need to write me a letter I'm and say, I just can't listen anymore. You're too confusing. Make up your mind. <laughs> it's Are John Maddow's morning signal. Are you telling me, John Holmberg, that you're you're blowing Jews? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Practicing ones? Oh, if they, yeah. I practice. I'm professional. I don't care. We'll go to the real game. Anyway, so that was how I, I went to bed giggling. But then it makes you wonder, like, man, it's out there. That's a real thing. And in a way, being sheltered from that's great, but also kind of like having an eye open to it's even better. It's like, yeah, okay, I kind of see. There's, there's some oddness in the world that has to be cleaned up a little bit. There he goes again, that left nonsense, cleaning up. <laughs> you wash, brainwashing. That's what cleaning up means. He's talking about brainwashing. Yep, Long that's what I mean. I would love to brainwash half of the society. Half. 80, 90% yeah. of it. I would love to brainwash them by making their brains learn something. I would love to brainwash all of you to think the right way. My way. <laughs> Gay, Jew, liberal cuck <laughs> with conservative values. <laughs> yeah, good luck pinning me to a wall. Ain't doing it. Because you float around like a little butterfly, homo. That's right. Because that's called logic. I make decisions based on how it affects me, not, well, this guy's for abortion, then I'm against everything he stands for. Okay. I'm fine with that. By the way, you're all going to die of Omicron anyway. <laughs> so just enjoy your days of being white or brown or whatever it is. Stop worrying about it. Stop emailing me about it. I don't care what you think. <laughs> it's driving me nuts. Be funny. Email me something fun. Like a joke about like that. Yesterday was a great. Uh, I got a great meme I sent to you guys of uh, from Blazing Saddles. Remember the scene where uh, 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 the sheriff, the says sheriff he's gonna... puts a gun up under his yeah. and he goes, "Yeah, everybody freeze or the N word gets it." It's the greatest scene in the Blazing Saddles. And somebody said Jesse Smollett in a dry run of whatever. It was just him reenactment, a reenactment of his crime. And I was dying laughing because I'm like, "That's hilarious." That's the types of emails I want. Praise. I've said this before. I only want you to email me to praise me or send me something funny. And that's it. I don't want to hear your opinions about stuff, and I don't care. And he's representing himself, right, in court? I don't know. How did that go to court? What are we doing? Like, now he's saying that those that it did it, the attack did happen from the guys he hired to do it. And he's like, he wants his money back, or I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> you can, you he's trying to get out of it. You can sue the dudes you hired to beat you up. Well, I mean, he hasn't paid the fine yet, or because the... Well, he's got a whole, but that's a different sec. That's that a whole different, separate okay. thing. So this is the actual trial. trial this is of the, uh, an actual trial of a new thing where he's saying the guys that attacked him, those two Nigerian dudes, like it was a real attack, even though he hired him. It's like Tyson Fury getting sued by Deontay Wilder for beating him up. I mean, he kind of agreed to this, didn't you? It was just too good. Yeah, Small A is just a hilarious story from top to bottom, and now it's. Now it's in a courtroom. They're wasting some judge's time trying to say, okay, wait, you hired Nigerian guys. Yeah. And now you're mad that you, yeah, it went, it went too far. <laughs> no, what no. a pain for the twins. I know, those poor guys. All they wanted to do was beat up the twink from Empire for 3500 bucks, 
They agreed to Get it. Get their fitness facility going again. Two and a half years later, they're like, Jesus Christ, i got to go to court again for this guy? We should have never beat him up. Hey, I'm happy about it because Chappelle's going to have some great yeah, material great. on the next great. special. That's exactly It'll be amazing. It. Yep, Dave Chappelle will be like, Juicy Smole will be <laughs> all over it again. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, so I don't even know how to. F- like, we went from Rittenhouse to Smole. The Rittenhouse was an actual legal case. He watched and like, wow, this is. This is pretty fascinating. Like this, legally, this is a fairly fascinating case. Like, where does one line end and one line begin? And where's the gray area turn into a? Like, it was great to watch. Uh, if you didn't have a, a p- opinion going in, I would have been a good juror on that. And then you go to Smollett, and you're like, "Well, this was cut and dry. We don't need to waste anybody's yeah. time with this. Just stop paying attention to Jesse Smollett. And who's the lawyer that agrees to take this case? The guy's got no money. He's suing the people to beat him up. To give but, him some money. He's got nothing. For what, what $3,500? bucks? Yeah, he's going to get that out of him. They say, well, even if he does, like, take it to Judge Judy for Christ's yeah. sake. Did you see what ASU said? About uh, Rittenhouse? Yeah. Yeah, he can come. He's not enrolled in any classes. Yeah, he isn't even there. And they're still There's doing their rally. Thing. They're still doing their rally because those. One, one sees a Rittenhouse, I think, maybe in a well, course or something. The, the Students for Socialism at ASU that we talked about yesterday decided, even though it has been determined and cleared and confirmed that Kyle Rittenhouse doesn't even have online classes with ASU. They're still going to rally against him down there in Tempe because they're, they feel unimportant and they have to have... Better make it known. And I guarantee you... if you are you, going to entertain that, it's don't go, do it. It'll be on Facebook and all the socialist groups from the University of, you know, like uh, New Mexico and Utah, they'll get on there and go, you guys are doing amazing stuff. And they'll feel great about themselves because that's all this little march will be about today is, look how active I am. I make a difference in the world. No, you don't. No, you don't. The only difference you can make in college is, uh, you know, that little lesbian experience you're about to try, and it'll change your life, and then you can start opening doors to new, uh, you know, avenues of pleasure that you've prior to, and I'm sure the socialists have. Actually, I should say this about the socialist group. Uh, you should probably dabble in heterosexuality for a little while, ladies, and maybe, <laughs> maybe try a D. Experiment with a D in college. Go the opposite way of most girls. I don't picture many male socialists for some reason because even the ones that are male are chicks. <laughs> there isn't like a manly socialist. So the socialist group, just make sure that you're all about everyone gets the same thing. Make a list of the people that don't qualify for the That's same thing. That's right. That's right. All the student loans should be forgiven for everyone. It's but, a, the system's a mess, except Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. And the system's a mess, and there shouldn't be some sort of application fee. You should be able to go to college for free. Government should pay for that, unless you're Kyle Rittenhouse. A guy who was uh, cleared by a jury of his peers, but not by you. School for socialist idiots. But in my, li- my liberal uh, media cuck meetings, I'm supposed to praise those kids. Doing I knew it. I knew it. I told you. It, throw out all the other stuff he was saying. He had to clear it with the big boys. His corporate overlords. By the way, our company's owners are fairly right wing. Are they? In fact, I think the big boy Stanley is like super right. I think the real owner. Yeah, I like think the so. The big fella is. So. That's the only reason I listen to you guys. That's man. it, man. Because <laughs> I know Stanley will be out there someday <laughs> telling you. He'll fire you guys for all your liberal cuck ways. That's right. Anyway, I enjoyed the email. So, but again, only praise and funny things. That's all I care about. If you're calling, it, if you're emailing to tell me you're not listening again, I know for a fact you're going to be back to listen to see if I talk about it. So, thanks for listening again. He'll be some guy emailed me the other day and said he was mad at me for something, uh, and he's not going to listen. I've been listening for all twenty years, and I'm not going to listen anymore. And I know you don't care. And I'm like, nope, I don't. And I said, uh, so I've warned. Then that'll happen. Twenty years. 
thanks for hanging with us that long. And he goes, see, I knew, I knew this would get to you. And I'm like, it doesn't. I just wanted to say goodbye. And then like <laughs> two hours later, he's like, you're not even going to mention the stuff I said because you're afraid that other people feel the same way? And he mentioned that you guys all hate me and you're only here for the checks. And I'm like, okay, well, okay, if that's true, fine. I'll, they're doing a great job of masking that, and that's all I ask them to do. So great, okay, you'll see. And, and like by the end of the show, he had emailed me a fifth time, and I'm like, thanks for hanging for the whole show. I got to go home now, but we can continue this tomorrow when the show starts again at 5:45. I hate you so much. See you tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, when you email me that you're leaving, and then the threat is, I'll go up the dial to KSLX. Okay, that's in the family. The money stays the same. We're all happy. Okay. You aren't mad that I'm leaving? Nah, I didn't know you were here. <laughs> I really had no idea who you were until you started to yell at me. And you don't seem like a very nice person. Like, you're a dick. And he called me an asshole and he said, you guys hate me and all that stuff. And then I fired back. And he goes, uh, and, and he goes this is proof you're a dick. You won't even inter- inter- or interact with me. And I'm like, why would I interact with somebody that's, that's called me an asshole and a Sounds dick? Sounds like a good time. our very first exchange. Am I supposed to win you over? I have no interest in this. You sound awful to me. I mean, you've been listening to me for 20 years. I've been listening to you for a minute, and I already hate you. <laughs> We're on the same page here. You should go. I highly recommend you go listen to the Tim and Neandermark. Sounds terrible that you would be part of this. I don't want to meet you. You're a horrible person. Dear John Holmberg, you, my friend, are an asshole who I've listened to for 20 years. That's right. I've made no... I'm not hiding that. You're not even going to say anything back to me. Like, you're going to explain yourself. No. You're worse than Pratt. See, here we go again. All these insults are making it so yeah. I really I really enjoy the fact that you're going away. <laughs> go faster. Here, let me give you a, here's a list of radio stations in the city. A full list. I'll scratch this one off, 979. You get rid of that one. That one's no good. You go over and listen to the Twink show over at the KDK. That's good. Yeah. We're good good. Good. Wherever you want to go. I don't just. AZ Gold. You stop know. bothering me with your problems. I got white privilege. Didn't you hear? I'm not supposed to deal with this crap. Uh, it's 6.13. Let's get a wake-up song for all those happy people out there this morning uh, pulling up to stoplights and looking over and seeing more whites. Isn't that great? Just Damn this, right it is. Just love it, man. I hate it. You know what I hate more than anything in the world, Brady? That goddamn it's a small world at Disneyland. Oh, man, you're just cruising along in all those terrible neighborhoods till you finally show up in uh, you know the Netherlands. Man, that that's the best part of it's a small world. And then you're back over there in Africa. Those little African puppets start shooting spears and spitting at you and chucking their aids around. <laughs> yeah, he hates it's a small world. No, it's not. It'd be a better world if it was you just had me at one real small world. The beginning part of that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of agree with you because it's an earworm. Once <laughs> it's I a hear small that world. Song. Oh, look, it's a small world. It's just a crappy ride. It has nothing to do with the race. But there right. are, I just, I picture taking that guy on into small world. Ah, Chinaman. Ah, Japs and Zips. Look over here. Ah, Mexico. <laughs> Oh, finally. Oh, Europe. Whew. I can relax. This boat ride just got safe. Ah, look over there. There's more browns. Yuck. Look at them in those wood shoes. I feel all right about the Canadians. I don't trust them, though, because their health care is paid for by the government. That's why they had to change it up a little bit. Yeah, what are they wearing they them all shoes the stereotypical for? stereotypical outfits. Like, yeah. uh, that's why I don't like them. They wear these. You know it would be better. Series. They wear these series. Of course, we're in goddamn liberal Los Angeles, so everybody gets to sing it in their own language. You're in America, puppets. Sing it in English. God damn sombreros. <laughs> oh, man, look at that. Toodly-doodly-doodly-doo. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? I'm surprised you don't see the people of the Mexican, it's a small world, swimming back and forth across the canal. <laughs> Escaping their hell that they created. You like it so much, go back.
Liberal media got hold of it's a small world included everybody. It would be better if it was just it's a small world known as Norway and it's just a bunch of white puppets. I love those people because they make the world more interesting, but you just want to keep them in a little box, small box, very small, called a coffin. <laughs> Give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up, liberals. It's out of control now. 98KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.